Okay, so this is a quick, quick podcast of the American Pie. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. I got into a little bit of trouble on my normal terrestrial radio show when I started to bring up studies about how masks don't really work when it comes to stopping something like the coronavirus. You can clearly see on the box for the N95 masks that they write a disclaimer on it, and they say it does not stop any viruses, especially the N95 mask does not stop the COVID virus. So right there, that's all you need to know. Anyway, on the terrestrial radio show that I do, I did in fact come across uh, a lot of people that are so well entrenched in their limited and limiting mindsets that they attacked me. So just let's, let's take this for what it is. I presented information. I presented three studies that said masks are irrelevant, especially in the operating room. It doesn't matter. The infection rates that occurred in the operating room, guess what? They were lower when people didn't wear masks compared to when they do wear masks. There was an, I'll get into all this. There was another study that was done, and they tracked the COVID case statistics for all of the states for when they did have mask mandates and when they didn't have mask mandates. And guess what happened? The infection rates and the COVID case rates declined when people were not forced to wear masks. So my argument was, guess what? We don't have to be living like this. And instead of people seeing or observing what I'm presenting to them, they fight against me. Now, in a normal timeline, don't you think people would sit there and say, hey, wait a minute. If this clown on the radio can find information that says we don't have to be living our lives this way, maybe I should research that because I'm more than capable of doing what he's doing. I have people that attack me and clamor for and fight me for more masks, more lockdowns, more vaccines. And I just look at all of these people and I go, okay, you're Biden voters, aren't you? And oh my God. What kind of world am I living in? And how do I get out of here? <laughs> where, where Blast, I'm ready to blast off this planet. No signs of intelligent life. I'm ready to go. Beam me up. There's nothing left for me to do here. I can't talk to stupid. And they got so angry at me. So angry at me. And it's a, it's a large, and they tried to, to um, fire me. They're trying to remove any sort of show that I can have on a terrestrial station because they don't like what I said. Because they got offended. So now I have to <clears throat> now I have to write this big old email fighting back against everything that they've said. I haven't done it yet because I have a day job. Unlike what it, as it appears, unlike many of these people, they don't have to work during the day. So I do have other things to do. I can't sit here and jerk off with these mouth-breathing idiots. But anyway, so here's the thing. On this, or in this article, this article cites volume 63 of the annals of the Royal College of Surgeons of England in 1981. 
30 years ago. They did a study with surgeons and they performed serious surgeries such as bowel resections without masks. Ooh. And they discovered there was no increase. This is a quote. There was no increase in wound infections when masks were discarded in 1980. In fact, there was a significant decrease. Ooh, boy. And then they continue when they say, while it has been shown that facial movements behind a mask can increase wound contamination, it has not been shown that wearing a mask makes very much difference to the contamination of the theater environment or that the number of airborne bacteria can in any way be correlated with wound infection. Meaning, there's no evidence that if somebody tells you a knock-knock joke and you smile behind a mask, it's any less or more effective than if you didn't wear the mask at all and people saw your pearly whites as you chuckled at a very, very innocuous joke. No difference. And then they finish the report by saying the conclusion is that the wearing of a mask has very little relevance to the well-being of patients undergoing routine general surgery, and it is a standard practice that could be abandoned. So if we're in a... If we're a bunch of surgeons performing operations on people, serious operations, like taking someone's rectum out, shortening it, and then putting it back in, or however you do it, I don't know how you do it, that's a big deal. You don't have to wear a mask because the infection from bacteria or the infection rates from bacteria that gets thrown around the room in the theater environment is negligible, meaning nothing happens, meaning there is no difference, no difference. And so I brought up on my other show that it is stupid to be wearing masks and that people should really be doing research about whether or not masks actually make a difference. And instead of people saying, oh, wait a minute, let me see what's going on here. People fighting me, Biden voters fighting me for more vaccines, more masks, more more lockdowns. We want lockdowns. That's the only way to make this happen. Get, get the fuck out of here. I mean, come on. <laughs> Stop it. So uh, the article continues and they bring up the, let's see. Where is it? There's something else they brought up here. Um, in the 2001, Der Anesthesist. Obviously, as a German rag. Uh, let's see. Surgical masks worn by patients during regional anesthesia did not reduce the concentration of airborne bacteria, meaning it doesn't effing matter. And they go on and on. I can cite more mumbo jumbo. And basically, the whole conclusion with this is that COVID 19 is not going to be transmitted any more or any less with or without a mask. And there is no other proof of this than you could have access to other than looking at California and New York. How many places are locked down in New York and California, especially California? How, what kind of ridiculous mask nonsense mandates are we being forced to adhere to? 
And this was all to flatten the curve, remember? And all of a sudden, with all of these lockdowns and mask mandates in place, what do we have? We've got a rising surge in cases. The second wave is coming, and it's it's never going to stop. On and on and on. Well, I thought that's why we were wearing masks. I thought that's why we were locked down. I thought that's why we can't be in a bar past 10 p.m. because COVID really comes out during the indecent hours, according to the FCC. Or I thought we have to wear a mask from the door to our seat because COVID can't get at you if you're sitting, right? If you're walking, you're, you're dead meat. So you have to wear that mask. But as long as you're sitting, you should be okay. So, but does it matter? Doesn't matter. And Dr. Fauci, this is another thing they got mad at me for. I called Dr. Fauci fibbing Fauci or Fauci the fibber. And they got really upset by that because one, Dr. Fauci and his dumb family, they're all Democrats. So of course the media is going to give them very, very positive press, including putting him on magazine covers. And it was also his 80th birthday. And I wish he would just drop dead from one reason, for one reason or another. I don't care what the reason is. I would never wish ill upon him, but I certainly do wish him a speedy exit from my timeline in any form possible. Really, I don't care. So we found out and this that Dr. Fauci was doing nothing else more than fibbing. Fibbing, lying. This hook-nosed guinea can't keep his story straight. So he was on some sort of uh, platform raising his left sleeve so that he can get inoculated. So he get that COVID vaccine. He's going to rest everybody's fears. Nothing, no problem. It's nothing. We see him on television getting the inoculation on his left arm. He goes on an, a post-inoculation interview, makes all the press rounds saying, see, it was no big deal. This is, everything's fine. I'm still standing. And then he proceeds to say that, oh, The only discomfort that I've had from all of this was mild soreness at the injection point. And he proceeds to tap his right arm. Well, that's funny, Dr. Fauci, because I thought you got the inoculation in your left arm. Wouldn't you tap your left arm? Subconsciously, you know you got inoculated in your left arm. Why are you tapping your right arm? Because... You're lying. You're a fibber. Another bit of evidence of why Dr. Fauci is a fibber. He said way back when that herd immunity could be reached with people getting 60 or 60 to 70 percent of the population getting the vaccine because the vaccine is the one that really matters. Or actually with herd immunity, technically, if someone's infected, if someone has a positive COVID case, and you get the vaccine, all of those numbers, regardless, adds up to that 60 to 70% target of a population, right? So if the, if the United States has 300 million people in it, half of them have had COVID, but they've recovered, that's 150 million. And then you've got another, I don't know, however many million get the, um, the vaccine, right? You can hit that 60 to 70% target for he- herd immunity rather quickly. But 
Fauci decided to say, oh, wait a minute. No, not 60 to 70 percent. I really meant 70 to 75 percent. And then 70 to 75 went to 75 to 80, then 80 to 85 went to... You get the idea. So we're, we're at a auctioneering block with Dr. Fauci constantly raising the percentages for herd immunity. And then he finally says that, oh, well, we need 90 percent herd immunity. Oh, well, no, you're just a you're just a liar. <laughs> I was going to drop an F-bomb. But you're just a liar. You are nothing more than a globalist scumbag. And he, he was asked about this. And he goes, well, when polls said only half of all Americans would take a vaccine, I was saying herd immunity would take 70 to 75%. Up from his 60 to 65%. And then he says, with newer surveys saying 60 percent or more would take it i thought quote unquote i could nudge this up a bit so i went to 80 85 he's lying the whole he's been lying the whole time and then if you ask him now he says well we need people we need herd immunity between 70 and 90 percent he went up from 85 to 90 now he's lying that's all there is he constantly nudges up the number because he and his friends are going to get a shitload of money. Oops, I cursed. When the inoculations and the vaccines are forced upon Americans, Dr. Fauci stands to make a load of money by forcing these vaccines on people. Now, we have to also study or learn about the definition of what herd immunity is. We can go to the World Health Organization's website. Oops! The problem with that is that the World Health Organization changed their definition of what herd immunity actually is. And of course, the CDC is going to certainly follow the World Health Organization's recommendations under a Biden administration, aren't they? Well, this was the former definition of what herd immunity was. Herd immunity uh, is the indirect protection from an infectious disease that happens when a population is immune either through vaccination or immunity developed through previous infection. Basically, if you got sick and recovered or if you got a vaccine, you counted as part of the herd immunity population that threshold of 60 to 70 percent to make the nation safe. Ooh. That's not hard to follow. Now, what is difficult to follow is the change in definition that the World Health Organization decided to make. And that being, herd immunity is uh, when a population can be protected from a certain virus. They specifically say virus now. It is no longer an infectious disease. They specifically say virus. Big change in category. Also, they continue, if a threshold of vaccination is reached, herd immunity is achieved by protecting people from a virus, not by exposing them to it. Big change in the definition. No longer can you obtain herd immunity by getting the virus and recovering from it like over like 99.9% of people that actually have COVID or have had COVID. Now herd immunity can only be obtained 
if you get a vaccine or if that population gets the vaccine and if we're to go along with Dr. Fauci's esteemed estimates, 90% of Americans have to get that vaccine to obtain herd immunity based upon the World Health Organization's definition. What? Do you see why I think Dr. Fauci is the ultimate pile of shit? He is the penultimate glittering pile of excrement. I can't tell you the different ways we can polish up this turd, but that's what he is. And the media loves him for it. Bill Gates wants to have sex with him all the time. I've I've seen the email. (laughs) And thankfully, thankfully, we have people starting to fight against this. And I'm really, really, really glad that this is going to happen. Because we have, (laughs) according to Trump, we've got little Marco. He's coming out here. Marco Rubio, Senator Marco Rubio. He's finally coming out here. He finally has found his testicles. And he has says, Dr. Fauci lied about masks in March. Dr. Fauci has been distorting the level of vaccination needed for herd immunity. It isn't just him. Many in elite bubbles, believe the American public doesn't know what's good for them, so they need to be tricked into doing the right thing. Oh, this means that whether or not Biden becomes president, we're going to have a fight in Congress. Someone else brought up from the New York Times, when, can, uh, when you can't just, quote-unquote, trust the science, Because the scientists keep lying to you and then saying, oh, that was just a noble lie. Sorry about that. When can you start trusting the science? And that has been a mantra that I have been fighting against for so long. I don't want to hear trust the the science. Because guess what? The media is trying to portray scientists as these unbiased pillars of humanity that just want to help people. That's not the case. They're as biased as the day is long. Their paycheck comes from a capitalist style of a capitalist style, period. That's it. They didn't need to go on from that. The more people they treat, the more money they get. The more vaccines they force upon people, the more money they're going to get, Dr. Fauci. That's all it is. That's all it is. And we need to start recognizing that. And that's why I got into such a heap load of trouble. Heap load of trouble. Thankfully also, the courts are fighting back against stupid Governor Cuomo. Nipples Cuomo. Because he has those pierced nipples of his. Uh, They're starting to fight back against him. They said basically churches and synagogues cannot be shut down. Meanwhile, uh, you've got... Uh, whatchamacallit, you've got uh, gambling uh, places and casinos open all over the place in New York. That's fine, but you can't have a church open? That's some some serious communist bullshit right there. So the, the court said, hey, guess what, nipples? You, you gotta go pound sand. You don't have to go home. But there's no reason for these places to be shut down. The other thing that we're starting to see with these vaccines, and I'm going to leave you with this, is it looks as though the Democrats are looking for a fight because we've had stories of prisons being shut down in California, and we've got three prisons in New York being shut down. 
And why would that be? Oh, COVID. Oh, my gosh. We're afraid the prison population could catch COVID. Seems like to me Antifa and BLM need some manpower because they're expecting a potential fight after January 6th where Trump really throws down the gauntlet. So they're closing those things. However, Cuomo says that addicts in state-run rehab facilities are going to get precedent when it comes to getting the COVID vaccine. Why would he be doing that? Because he's... (laughs) Why would you be doing that? I can probably tell you why. And it's probably morbid. They're probably looking to weaken their immune systems. They're already having to deal with weakened immune systems through their addictions. And by giving them a vaccine, not going to make things any more pleasant. So that's it for the American Pie podcast. I went way over. I'm I'm beyond 20 minutes here. Um, I'm your host, Chris Michaels. I'm going to be doing another one. It is New Year's Eve week. And guess what happens in New York? Absolutely nothing. So have a good New Year's if I don't have another podcast before then. And I will speak to you either next week or tomorrow. How about that? Thanks.